Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Dave Barfield, and this is the Christ Community Podcast. We are so glad you're here. We hope our show will encourage, challenge, and uplift you with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today is a special episode where we spend time chatting with our new director of student ministries, Brad Huff. I think you'll enjoy it, so let's get to it. Oh, a man of the beard. I see. Exactly. How long have you been working on that? Uh, Since for about 24 years. 24 years of beard growth. Impressive. That's awesome. All right, folks. Welcome back to the show. So glad you are here. Thank you for being here. Had a few weeks off for the holidays and uh, with Josiah out of town and different things. So glad to be back in the saddle. But today we have a special guest. Very excited. Brad Huff, the newly minted Director of Student Services here at Christ Community Church. Hello, hello. Yes, day two into your tenure. Hopefully everything's going okay so far. Yeah, absolutely. Just getting settled, moving things around the office, stuff awesome. like that. Awesome. Well, the, I'm sure there's a lot of bookshelves in there since it's Justin's old there office. You should have are. a lot of bookshelves. I have filled one okay. and a half shelves, Good. and that That's- is it. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome to hear. Well, we are, uh, we're excited that you're here with us at the church. Uh, Josiah has told us great things, and uh, I'm glad to get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, thanks. Ditto. Really excited to be here and, uh, yeah, to just be part of the Christ Community family. Awesome. So our listeners um, may remember an email that went out weeks ago with a little bio, uh, but we've all probably forgotten it, and some of us probably didn't even read it, (laughs) which is fine. So help us out. Tell us a little bit about Brad Huff. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, so I uh, have lived in Indiana for almost my whole life, so I was born in southern Indiana. Uh, Mom, dad, three sisters, uh, twin sister, and then two older sisters. Okay, so Um, the babies of the family, not really the baby. except my twin sister is two minutes older than me. So you are the baby of the family. I was never able to be anything except the youngest, unfortunately. But eventually I got taller than her, so it kind of evened out around, yeah, 12 or so. That's right. Um, yeah, so grew up in a Christian family, grew up knowing, uh, being familiar with the gospel and, um, yeah. And uh, my home was filled with laughter and love. And I think the older I get, the more, the more and more I realize how much of a blessing that is. Um, and just the relationships that the Lord has given, uh, us as, Mm -hmm. as a family. Um, so then I went to college at Ball State University, which is in Muncie, Indiana. Muncie, Right. And that is where my now wife, Jamie, grew up. So she grew up in in Muncie and also went to Ball State University. Mm -hmm. Um, So has Ball State, tell me, because I'm not from Indiana. I've only moved here for a few years. Ball State, what is the mascot? We are the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Yes. What is this beneficence that I keep seeing all over TV? Yeah. So that's just some lady with a trumpet. On state on the campus or something, a statue. Yeah, so I, mean, she's I know a what statue is, but like right, yes, generally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Benny is what we call her. Benny. Yeah. Um. So she is. Yeah, she's a statue, and she faces. She's like on the edge of campus, and okay. she sort of faces the community. All right. And is as I remember it, uh, supposed to be sort of welcoming students in, and also acting as like we are building up people who will then be able to go and serve I see. And, and love on this community. Well. I see. Okay. And then that is the purpose. That's the purpose. Yes. Do most grads know how to say beneficence? 
Um, I didn't <laughs> I'm just really kidding. Good question. I'm, I'm just kidding. And uh, before I heard you say it, I was yeah. Sure, so, the yeah. Um, the the slogan "We Fly" is that new or, or mm. has that been on? It for is. A while? I have thoughts about it. You it have used thoughts to be about it. Education redefined. Okay. Which I think meant something kind yeah. of. We fly. I think personally, as an alumnus, yes, doesn't quite mean as much. Yes, and well, feels you didn't like say one it. of those things that will yeah. change soon. Yeah. Okay. Within it a does seem kind of trendy, like, right? Oh, yeah, in yeah, a few yeah. years, when flying's no longer a thing, when right. we're teleporting, who wants? Right. To, why? Why would we fly? We exactly. should we teleport. That will mean nothing. That's right. All right. Well, that's good. So, Ball State, and go on. I've interrupted you, but yeah, go on. Oh no, yeah, Muncie, yeah. your wife. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, Jamie also went to Ball State. Mm. Um, studied and you, you. You studied. Yeah. What? So, she, so I studied social work. Okay. So I have a, a bachelor's in social work. Okay. Um, and she studied elementary education. Cool. And we both went to the same church. She grew up at a church, New Life Presbyterian, which is a church in the same presbytery okay, as Christ Community. Right. Um, but we actually didn't meet until after we graduated. So we oh. should have met like eight or ten times. Right, but um, that's interesting. But we didn't uh, okay. until we both started volunteering at the youth ministry oh, cool. um, at New Life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And so I graduated. My my plan at that point was to pursue a master's of social work um, because that's typically what you do if you have a, a degree in social work. A master's just allows you to more access to different things. Right. Um, and Ball State was in the process of developing a master's program, and so I stayed in Muncie and worked um, for a couple of years. So I worked at a residential youth treatment facility. Uh, for two years, and a year after that, I worked at an ABA clinic with mm-hmm. uh, kids who had uh, Down syndrome and autism, cool. uh, which I loved that work um, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and But it was in those times that I kind of realized that there was... Um, I loved working with youth. I knew I wanted to work with youth in some capacity. I think generally my thought was counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my time, those three years after graduating, I realized... I was just working with youth in situations where there was a, it was good work, but I wasn't allowed to talk about uh, my faith. I wasn't mm-hmm. to talk about, allowed to talk about Christ at all. Uh, and that was really difficult, um, especially when I was at the residential treatment facility, um, because I was able to, again, do good work and, and teach these guys coping skills and social skills. Um, but I wasn't able to talk at all about the deeper need that right. we all have. Yeah. Um, and so I think the Lord used those three years to really help me understand what I wanted to do ultimately was work cool. um, in a, in a church setting in a youth group, which I was already doing on a volunteer basis anyway. Right. So was able to kind of confirm that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jamie was feeling the same things um, as well. Um, and so we um, were interim youth leaders um, for a year um, after the youth leader at New Life uh, moved to St. Louis. And then we went to St. Louis to go to Covenant Theological Seminary. Okay. Um, and so the plan was to to be there until we graduated and then look for jobs. Mm-hmm. And uh, a theme of my life has been like, hey, this is my plan. I'm sure. 100% know what God's plan yes. is for me. Been and there too. My plan is so good for my life. Thanks, God, for, <laughs> for doing my plan. And then God's like, actually, here's a different plan. This is what I have for you. It's totally different than what you thought. Um, and at the time, it doesn't necessarily seem better, but it, <laughs> it always is. Uh, he is faithful in that. So, yeah, uh, while I was at Ball State, 
over the summers, I was a summer camp counselor at a place called Camp Tecumseh, which is a mm. Christian YMCA camp in Brookston, Indiana. And after my four summers there, it was great. I, f- I figured that was my last time there, but they reached out because they had some openings and they had a, a full-time position open and they asked if I'd be interested. And so we went back there kind of unexpectedly, uh, worked there for almost two years, um, knowing that youth ministry was still ultimately what we wanted to do, but yeah. for a couple of different reasons, okay. it was a, a good spot for us um, while I continued to complete my degree online and and stuff like that. So I worked there for two years and um, the, and again, really planned on being there for a, li- a, a while th- until I finished my degree online, mm-hmm. um, which I was taking slower cause I wasn't doing sure. classes in person. Yeah. Working full time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and God was like, actually, uh, you, mm-hmm. I, you know, we felt very strongly, like we actually really want to pursue, um, like looking for full-time youth ministry positions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say we, because these conversations have always been Jamie and I right. as a family looking Wise for man. these things, even though it's right. Yeah. <laughs> even though it's, it's, we aren't both the, the student ministry <laughs> right. directors, but um, yeah. So we did, we, we applied to a couple different places and, and finally we had a connection here at Christ community. So right. that the um, youth director that we volunteered under at new life Presbyterian in Muncie um, was Adam Delaplane. And, okay. uh, he, so his, his wife, Jesse Delplane, her parents go to Christ community. Right. Okay. And the Kennedys, the Kennedys, yes. that's right. Yes. Um, and so, and Jamie, in fact, when she, she grew up in the youth group at new life, mm-hmm. um, and had actually come to Christ community a couple of times for youth events cool. and yeah. stuff like that. So she was already familiar, um, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And so it was Bill Kennedy that reached out to us. Um, and was just like, Hey, we're looking for a student ministries director and cool. we'd love for you to apply. Yeah. So I have to give credit for, to Bill Kennedy for Bill that, Kennedy. for bringing us here. All right. Um, and Good job, Bill. gosh, yeah. The more we, <laughs> we talked with Josiah, uh, we talked with Josiah first and then with the search committee and, um, yeah, the more we did that, the more and more, it was just clear that this was right. where the Lord had us. And That's awesome. the more we desired to, to sort of partner with, Christ yeah. community and the work they're doing, specifically awesome. with the youth group. So. And here you are, day two, already and on the here podcast. We are, yes. Day two on the My podcast. First podcast. That's exciting. <laughs> That's great. So tell it, you kind of hinted at it, but tell us a little bit about your spiritual journey, the path of grace yeah. that God has had you on. You mentioned your family and for those of us that are swimming in covenant theology, that's a big deal. Uh, so just kind of tell us yeah. tell us about uh, you know your what path God has had you on. Yeah. Um there's a lot a lot I could say, so I'm going to, for the sake of time, yeah. kind of trim it down. Sure, a keep bit. it brief. We don't have too much uh, time here. Yeah, I would say a lot of. So I went to a church growing up. Uh, it was a Baptist church, so less of a an emphasis mm-hmm. on on covenant uh, covenant family. Um, but grew up, like I said, knowing knowing the gospel. I could say the words that someone would describe as the gospel, mm-hmm. um, became a Christian at a really young age. I would describe it as like a, a moment of clarity mm-hmm. that the Lord gave me in which I recognized the fact that I was a sinner and the fact that I was in desperate need mm-hmm. of, of grace and that Jesus Christ was the only way by which I would be redeemed to God. I wouldn't have used those words necessarily to <laughs> yeah. describe it at nine years old, but yeah. uh, yeah, that moment of clarity. Um, and a lot of my growing up, um, a lot of my spiritual journey has been characterized by um, just sort of a, 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 a 
tension between learning to um, rely on God's grace as mm. the standing, the foundation for my mm-hmm. faith and not um, not having to earn any kind of favor mm-hmm. um, and not my salvation with God. And so I think there, what that looked like was because I was at a young age, a Christian was Christianity was like a status. So mm-hmm. I was generally a good kid. Christianity was like one more thing that I was able to add to this list of reasons I'm a good kid. Right. Um, which meant that no one could ever know any of the sin that was also part mm-hmm. of my life, you know, yeah. and, and because people only knew me as this good kid. And so it often felt like there was sort of two people, this like person that other people saw. And then this like, terrible, disgusting sinner that mm-hmm. was just, that, that characterized sort of my inner inner life and felt a lot of condemnation and, and mm-hmm. saw God as like this generally always disappointed, mm-hmm. you know, I'll forgive you because I said I had to, <laughs> but go and, and sin and mm-hmm. then I'll just see you tomorrow, you know, for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of condemnation did not feel like the Lord was delighting in me at all. Um, didn't have the words to describe that. That was just like what I was sure. feeling. And so generally kind of avoided God. Um, and so the, yeah. And in that time, the Lord just brought several people into my life to speak truth into my life. So mm-hmm. there was, you know, a, a middle school youth group leader that was really influential. Um, and in high school, there were some people and good friends that were able to speak against some of those things. I'd say in college, when I joined crew, um, at Ball State was where the Lord did a, a lot of work in revealing, mm-hmm. hey, this is what you're believing that's not true. Um, and this is even the fact that you're worried about condemnation shows that you're you're still focused on what you can do. You know, mm-hmm. you aren't able to measure up. And so mm-hmm. you're feeling con- condemned. And so being able learn, starting to learn how to sort of shift that focus from like, I am the one who earns favor by the things that I do mm-hmm. um, in order to make God pleased with me to Jesus Christ lived the perfect life. And because, because he is my savior and King, because I am in him and abide in him. When God looks at me, he sees what Christ has done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, those are words I'd heard before. It's not like I'd never heard that before, but right. I, I think the Lord had my heart in a specific place where sure. I was actually able to understand that. Um, and I would love to say, and then I never doubted and it then ever I... <laughs> again, and here I am. But my wife has a um, interesting way of, of summarizing that. What you said about you know God had you in a specific place for um, hearing that, and my uh, my wife got uh, um, has a, has a unique uh, journey of faith, and she heard the gospel many times, and she always says, "I heard the gospel, but it." I wasn't until I was, I forget what year, you know, 30-something, when I really heard the gospel, right? Mm, and it was, yeah. it's, and of course we know that that's the Holy Spirit working right. and, and drawing at that point, but we, sometimes we hear the gospel many times, but we don't really hear the gospel. You know, yeah. it just kind of washes over us, or we uh, rebel against it, suppress it, whatever, mm. uh, until God works, and then then we hear it, yeah. and uh, it sounds like that's similar to, to what happened there. Yeah, yeah, cool. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, praise God for the work of grace. Uh, same for all of us. You know, we're all uh, w- way worse than we would ever want to think or even could think, and yet more deeply loved um, than we mm. could ever imagine, which yeah. is Amen. great truth. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for sharing that. A um, couple more things. Obviously, you like working with youth, yeah, right? right? So that's yeah. yeah. So that's your uh, that's your role here. What is it? What, what do you What do you like about working with youth? 
Yeah. I mean, it sounds like lunacy to me. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. So what, uh, what is it? What do you like? Yeah, I think there are a lot of reasons. Um, I think that students are in a place, high school and middle school, um, where they are, and different students are at different places with this, but they're, they're becoming their own people. They're, they're trying to figure out what they believe as distinct sometimes from their parents and their family and what they've grown up with. And, and so there's a lot of, I have found like interest and eagerness in, in learning and, and, um, and for students who have grown up in church often what that looks like is, is trying to make their faith their own. Mm -hmm. And so in that context, that's a really, uh, awesome time, uh, to be involved in a human being's life. Um, and by God's grace, being able to walk alongside them in that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, um, that in some, in some senses, kids have less inhibitions as well. And so there's freedom to be like weird, (laughs) And youth ministry caters to that very well. Uh, So it could be just a reflection of my own uh, kid at heart. It just allows me a context in which to do silly things. That's a great place. Um, Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I think that the Lord does good and important work in in the hearts of his youngest children. And, and I very much believe it's true that like kids are our future, but kids are human beings right now. Students yeah. are human beings. And so I think that, um, yeah, not pushing off the work that God will do through them out into their adult years. Like once you, you know, get into college right. or past college, then God's going to do some really amazing things with you. Um, I think is not, is, is true, but is ha- a half truth, mm-hmm. you know, that implies that they aren't able to be used by God right now. So I actively campaigned against that idea, and great. I think youth ministry is a, a good context Fantastic. in which to do that. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I remember back to the youth leaders of my youth and uh, the impact they had on on my life uh, to this day, I think back, and uh, really praise God for the work that hmm. He did in my life through those leaders. Uh, not perfect by any stretch, but right. uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, awesome to have that influence in our in my life. So I have to ask, what are your... What's your what are your hopes and dreams? Like obviously you can dream big, you know what sure, God yeah. wants to do here, and um, but uh, yeah, and, and and I I'm going to ask also because because I like strategy. I'm mm. a strategist. What's your strategy? Like what are you? What's your plan going forward here with the youth program and and uh, the students here? And and what, what do you hope to see God do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think that what um. As I as I look into this, a lot of it, it, the immediate sense is certainly just getting a sense of like where things are at, right. and um, we don't get wanna, to know people, right? Yeah, yeah, just build relationships. I think is the foundational thing. Um, so Jamie and I are meeting with youth families for lunch, uh, you know, every other week for several months, so that we cool. can start building relationships with them. Um, I think to go in and just be like, we're going to do these specific programs and meet on these nights without actually intentionally building relationships is, Mm -hmm. is not a great idea. Um, and so we're really eager to do that, to just get to know these students and their families. Um, and as far as the, the youth group as a, as a whole, um, sort of the vision and, and, and hope that, that we have for it. Um, both Jamie and I feel really strongly about the youth group as not its own, like small bubble, mm-hmm. um, but as an integral part mm-hmm. of the local church. Mm-hmm. And so we would love to see um, 
that sort of interconnection, um, both the, the youth group being involved in the church, the ministries the church is doing, um, the things that they're praying for, the, the things that are important to Christ Community Church are mm-hmm. going to be important to the youth group. Um, and at the same time, that what the youth group is doing, what they're pursuing, the students themselves that are in the youth group are going to be important to Christ's community. And we've already seen that. It's mm-hmm. not like that's something that doesn't sure. exist yet. And so we're hoping it starts. But um, yeah, so part of that looks like helping um, people within the church recognize different ways that they can support the youth group, whether that's through prayer or um, connecting in specific ways, even if they don't necessarily feel like this is my life's calling, you know, mm-hmm. um, and helping the church realize that the Lord has equipped them in many ways to to bless the, the young people at this church um, without it necessarily being... Um, a vocation or something that sure. they have done for years and years. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, we think that that kind of perspective is really beneficial for the youth as well, because then youth group isn't just this fun thing that I do. And then once I graduate, like, well, there's no more youth group, so I'll go find, you know, something else that feels like a youth group or something mm-hmm. like that. But by being in the youth group, they've also been integrally, integrally connect. Is that how that you is, say you that? You got it. Yes. Integrally connected uh, whew, with a, the church. Yeah. Um, and are able to then be equipped to seek um, that out when they leave, you know, whether that's awesome. going to college or something else. Um, so that's like long-term, I would yeah, say. Um, yeah. But also we just want to foster excitement and and eagerness uh, f- and love for Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so, again, I don't think that's something that is missing, but we want to foster that. We yep. want to make it more yep. and more. and Channel it. Yeah. Guide it, yeah. So those are ge- general. Cool. Yeah, ideas, no, that's but... good. That's good. Glad to hear that. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, as a parent of young kids, I have a vested interest. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's exciting. Um, all right, let's move on. We're we're running out of time, so let's move on to the lightning round. Oh boy. Yes, the lightning lightning round. Uh, shall we? I'm going to pepper you with topics, and you give us a quick answer. Not too much thinking. Just okay. a quick answer. You ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Now this. Uh, this might come in handy for birthdays and such when uh, parents and church members want to do something nice for you. Oh, boy. Uh, so here's your chance to go big. Yeah. So, uh, all right, here we go. Lightning round with Brad Huff, uh, newly minted director of student ministries. Favorite food? Uh, dessert. Is that a... It's not specific enough. It's chocolate dessert. Chocolate dessert. Hobbies? <laughs> uh, reading, writing, playing board games, uh, hiking. Okay, all at once? Yeah, that, ideally. Yeah. Okay. Dream vacation. Uh, forest or mountains. Forest. Okay, I think I understand that. Peanut butter or jelly. Peanut butter, because you can eat it by itself too. That's good. That's good. Music preferences. Uh, I can't nail down a genre. The Grey Havens right now is okay. and has steadfastly been my favorite. Okay. Music that means something and sounds beautiful. That's okay. what I like. <laughs> Perfect. Got it. Uh, coffee or tea. Out of the two, coffee. What does that mean? Out of the two, I mean, I, I don't drink I, coffee. Okay, so like that's what every I mean. single morning. Okay, but if I was to choose between the two, it'd be coffee. Interesting. So do you have something? Tea else? just I'm killing the lightning like here. Bitter water that. to me. Tea does or coffee? Tea. Okay. I guess coffee is also just yeah. That's what I was wondering. Water, but it's more acceptable to put a bunch of like hazelnut creamer in coffee than it is. Tea. Okay, so not black coffee. If you have coffee, it has creamer. It has sugar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. All right. Huh, I'll have to think about that. 
All right, moving on. Sorry, our lightning's uh, fizzling yeah. out here. I'm not moving <laughs> That's too my quickly. Fault. No, it's fine. You're, you're giving good answers. Yes, this, this is the point is to get to know you. So, all right, uh, phobias like arachnophobia, claustrophobia. I don't love heights. Okay, all right, interesting. No heights. All right, thoughts on Disney. <laughs> uh, I love the stuff. Some of the stuff that they have. All right, I love Pixar. I Mike, love Pixar. I guess I'm asking: Are you going to go there when you're 50 and put ears on? Oh, like Disney World. You. I would Any love, of it. Yeah, I would love to. I've never been there before, okay. so I'd love to before I die. Before yeah. you die. Got it. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you enjoy garlic? Uh, five. Uh, when it's used well. How are, I feel like I'm getting all I'm of kidding. these answers wrong. That's Dave. just my face. That's not your fault. <laughs> my, my face is uh, generally displeased, displeased with everything. No, I'm kidding. All right, you're doing great. Weird quirks. Um... If you have any, I don't know. You might. Yeah, not have I'm any. not weird at all. So, oh, well, uh, yeah. Just, just being a youth director. Yeah. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> You're hosting a new talk show. Who's your first ghost or ghost? Who's your first? My first guest? ghost Thank would you. be <laughs> your um, first guest. Oh gosh, I hate this question. I don't know. There are lots of people I'd love to talk to. Pick one. Um, Dave, I don't know. Oh, fine. Move past Moving it. on. Pass. Lightning is physical. I wouldn't host a talk show, obviously. Deserted desert island. What two things do you want with you? Mm, something to read mm-hmm. and um, an airplane. Airplane. Oh, nice. So you can get off. All right. Morning person or night owl? Night owl. All right. Time machine destination. Um, I don't know. Just some, some time before there was... I would love to see land before it was like there's a huge city here oh land before time primordial yes, okay is. favorite color uh brown favorite restaurant uh gosh i don't chick-fil-a hey good choice yeah all right you must be a christian right yeah <laughs> that's how you know that's how you know if they've got chick-fil-a sauce in their beard all right <laughs> last but not least favorite book of the bible um, if you have one, it, I know yeah, some people. It tends to be whichever one I studying have with. studied. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's f- fair enough. There you go. All right. Good. And I apologize if I added too many comments that you. I didn't mean to shade your. No, this uh, is great. Your lightning round experience, but there you have it, folks. That's uh, Brad Huff, new director of student ministries here at Christ Community Church. Excited for what God is going to do uh, through him. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, you bet. Next up, we want to spend a few moments in God's Word. The Word of God shapes us. It builds us up. It reveals Jesus to us, so every ounce of it is crucial to listen to. I've asked Brad to share a passage that he hopes will be integral to his youth ministry here at CCC. Brad, what passage are we listening to today? Uh, Well, I love how Peter calls us all to be prepared and ready to live as Christ wants us to live. So we're going to read 1 Peter 1, verses 13 through 19. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on him as Father, who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile." knowing that you were ransomed from the feudal ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. The word of the Lord. Mm, thanks be to God. Brad, what stands out to you from this text? Why, why this text for youth ministry? 
Yeah. Uh, I, I think two reasons that are deeply connected to each other. Mm-hmm. The first is that it, it holds us as believers to a high standard, uh, the highest standard mm-hmm. to be holy as, as God is holy. Um, and the fact is that that is an impossible standard for us to reach. Um, that kind of connects to what I was talking about earlier, as far as, as my own story mm-hmm. and realizing that too. And yet it is what we are called to. The mm-hmm. Lord does not, uh, pull his punches, so to speak, um, but, but commands us to be holy. Um, and then in the same breath, in the same passage, we are told that it is not of anything except the, the blood of Jesus Christ, the most precious thing that we were ransomed to God, that we are able to be redeemed and have a relationship with God. And so these two things are held in, in a kind of tension of sorts where it's set, where it's, we have already been redeemed. We are already uh, have been ransomed by the blood of Christ, which is better than anything. It's better than my actions. It's better than the most precious thing in in the whole world. Um, And so that is already true of us. And in light of that, we are called to live holy lives. And so I think it does uh, just a fantastic job of uh, helping us to, to understand what being called to a Christian life looks like, and also what the source of, of that Christian life is as well, which is what I would hope for the youth. Yeah, that's awesome. I suppose if you showed up on that uh, deserted island and um, had amnesia, this would be a great passage to have with you, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, oh yeah. Okay, this is what Jesus is, this is who he is for me, and here's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, so, 100%. That's awesome. Praise God. As we close, we want to pray for the Spirit of God to work mightily in our church. We believe that God works through prayer. It's His ordained means to accomplish His will on the earth. And so I invite our listeners to pray along with us, if you're able. Brad, why don't you go first, and then I'll close. God, we thank you for all that you do um, in the ways that you move in our lives and grow us each and lead us to the places you want to be. And Lord, we thank you for the youth at Christ Community. We pray that you would use myself and Jamie and all of the people at Christ Community to love them well, to point them to your gospel, and would you grow them into strong believers who are fully and wholly dependent um, on you. Father, as we continue, we just praise you for bringing Brad and Jamie here to our church, and we um, just ask that you will bless them, bless them with your grace in their lives, uh, in their marriage. Lord, we ask that you would protect them from attacks, um, both within and without. Uh, Lord, we know that when you're doing something, um, uh, the opposition can be fierce, and so we pray that you would protect them and uh, give them more and more of your grace in Jesus Christ. We pray for their ministry, that it would be effective, that it would be um, uh, wide-reaching into the community, in the high schools, and in the youth in this area. Uh, that people would see Jesus and um, love Jesus because of their ministry here at the church. We pray for our youth uh, that are here already, that um, they would respond well to uh, to their ministry. Um, and um, we just want to give you praise for all that you're going to do, knowing that, as Brad said, you um, are the one that makes the plans, even if we have plans. And so we uh, just ask that you would make uh, the way forward plain and that we would walk by faith in those steps. And we ask all this in the great name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
Thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed this, we invite you to share it with family and friends. To learn more about our church, visit us online at ChristCommunityCarmel.org. And join us again next week for the Christ Community Podcast. Until then, the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Amen. And God bless.